Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. And part of the mission of the show is to inspire everybody listening because you all live somewhere to do something about where you live. If you're not happy with where you live, you can get up off your couch. You don't have to, you know, run for office. You don't have to donate money. You don't have to protest, but you got to do something. And what is the something? So I, I like to invite people in who are doing something so that maybe you can get inspired. Uh, so let me welcome to the show for the first time. She's the president pro temp uh, for the Senate of Virginia, representing the 18th district, the one and only Senator L. Louise Lucas. Hello. Thank you, Karen. It's so good to be on with you this afternoon. Thank you for the invitation. Well, first of all, uh, I follow you on the Twitters and you are hilarious and uh, you you have zero F's to give. You just last, I think it was like last week you tweet, you tweeted, is anybody else's porn hub down? And I said, Hey, wait a minute, ma'am. Hello. Wait, well, hold on, ma'am. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? But you did that for a reason. It wasn't just because you yes, like I porn. Did. I did because, uh, because in the legislature this year, we introduced a bill that would, uh, hopefully it, the intent was to make sure that our students don't have access to that information. And of course, in doing so, we needed to have a way to monitor how it was working and it was should have been left up to the governor to do it. Well, he sat on his ass. He didn't do anything. And so so there we were. They had to shut down the whole thing to keep to make sure the students didn't get it. But because he didn't do the monitoring part of it, it shut everybody down. And and, and the only way you could get on was, of course, it sh- I, uh, you had to offer up your own personal identification information. How many people want to do that? You want to give somebody your driver's license, all of your personal information? No, they didn't want to do that. So they had to shut the whole thing down because the governor failed to put in the system that will monitor how our youth were being able to access pornographic information. Now, do you actually have a Pornhub account, Senator Lucas? I don't have one, okay. but I know a lot okay. of folks who do. All right. I'll just, I'll say she is genius, y'all. She is using, because that, that tweet went viral. I said, okay, you are here to play. And and by that, you know, we need our political representatives to be involved the way you are to connect with people. And you're a woman of a certain age, as you mentioned. You was like, don't let the gray hair fool you. Don't let the gray hair fool you. I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother. And I'm a great grandmother. Now I tell them all the time. I said, but I can roll with the best of them. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So let's let's go. Let's dial back. Let's go back. Um, because I know you also fire firecracker of a businesswoman. You know, you out there. You doing a lot of things. Walk us through the inspiration to run for the state Senate. And you've been giving Glenn Youngkin all of the business. Thank well, you. I have been giving him all the business. I don't know if you've seen my campaign uh, commercials or not, but I come on to I come on to the screen with these box of gloves. I'm wrapping my hand. I'm putting the red box of gloves on and I'm fighting back the mega Republicans on, on all of their attempts to try to roll back reproductive rights in this Commonwealth of Virginia, try to roll back our access to voting to roll back all of our access to i mean you just name it they're trying to roll it back they're trying to take us back to the to the to the uh, i would say even before jim crow days and so i come out with these boxing gloves on telling them i'm going to fight back on all this stuff that's how it starts but let me start at the beginning when i first decided i want to run for public office was back in 1984 actually when uh there was a slum in the city and the city was not enforcing its own city uh, uh codes and so i would go to the city council back and forth trying to tell them you need to enforce your codes because we have these dilapidated houses and somebody's going to get hurt. Surely enough, a senior lady fell through the second floor of her of her, uh, of her her uh, dwelling to the first floor and broke her hip. So I started going to city council. And one day, the, the mayor at that point, who just happened to be a white female, 
said to me, oh, she thinks she's the eighth member of city council. I said, now there's the novel idea. So I ran, not thinking that I was going to win, but we were going to have a good time just campaigning because no African-American woman had ever been elected to the Portsmouth City Council. And not only did I win, I was the top vote getter that year. Come on. And it kind of just started like that. Now the second oh, year- wait, Senator, Senator, Senator Lucas, can you, um, how did you do that? Right. So how, I, I mean, are you just popular? Was it your church? Was it the links? Was it like, what, well, how did you I galvanize? Think, I think a part of it was I had been the first African-American, I was the first woman to ever complete an apprenticeship at the Norfolk Navy shipyard as a shipfitter. And so I was in the newspaper a lot because I was here. I was working on ships, doing construction on ships, working on submarines. And so I got a lot of press like that. So as it turned out, you know, Portsmouth is a blue collar town. A lot of folks who live here work in the Norfolk Naval Shipyard and, of course, with other uh, textile industries as well. And so I had a better than a, than a following of, of blue-collar people. And so after I was elected, uh, of course, the question was, what is her base of support? They couldn't determine because it was half black, it was half white, and they were mostly blue-collar people <laughs> because I'm here in a shipyard town, right? And so when I ran the second time, same thing. And then, of course, in 1991... Uh, came along the redistricting, and of course, three people got in the race. It was then the mayor, it was an attorney, and it was a funeral home owner. And those three men were running. And when I went to this forum and I wanted to offer myself as a candidate, the senior uh, gentleman at, at that time said, ma'am, why are you running for this office? We got very three very capable men running. And I said, because the best man for this job is a woman. And that kind of took off. And, it, it, you know, it just... I guess they kind of just listen to what I say. It kind of resonates. So I have been elected to the Senate of Virginia now since 1990. I took my oath in 1992 and I've been in the Senate ever since. Just came off of a primary. Every time I've run has been a man who's run against me. Black men, white men, you name it. They've been out there. And I have defeated them soundly every time. Come and so on. here I am going from my primary, going into the general election. And with this election, I'm already the president pro tem of the Senate. I preside over that body but I will become the first person of color to ever chair the money committed for the Commonwealth of Virginia. I will be the chair of Senate Finance and Appropriation for the Senate of Virginia. What does that mean? Because I feel that like means- many of us, hold on, hold on uh, and thank you, Senator L. Louise Lucas is here, y'all. For many of us, we vote president, senator, governor. We understand that federally. But I always say the local electors are the ones that control your life. Those are the ones that control your water, your infrastructure. They, they disperse the money for your infrastructure. They're the ones with your taxes, property tax, all that. That's local. Your police is the mayor. We don't vote round enough in those elections, right, which is why people can slip in with a couple of thousand votes. Tell us why it's important, first of all, what you guys do in the state Senate. Well, in the state Senate, you're absolutely right. Everything we do will affect you from the cradle to the grave. And when we talk about education, all of the funding for the localities all across the Commonwealth of Virginia has to be appropriated by the General Assembly. So it's your state senator and your state delegates who determine how much you get for education. It is that same body of people who determine any number of issues. There's and, and for those uh, areas that are dealing, you know, we're dealing with state. So there are a lot of things that localities cannot do unless they get authorization from the General Assembly. For example, raising your um, your cigarette taxes. And so something as simple as that. But what we're doing now is we're, we're voting on teachers' salary increases. We're voting on first responders, whether it's police, 
sheriffs, firefighters, you name it. We vote on all of those budgets. And just, oh, we never had a casino in Virginia until I got a bill passed a few years ago that would permit casino gaming in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And the first standing casino in the Commonwealth of Virginia is right here in Portsmouth, Virginia, the home of my birth, the city of Portsmouth. We have the first standalone casino right here in Portsmouth. That's because of a bill that I introduced. When it comes to anything like solar wind, I introduced that bill for the energy company. Or anything having to do with, uh, let's say, a, a large venue that would host a, 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 a football, I mean, a basketball team. We do everything from A to Z. And funding for mental health, funding for cr criminal justice reform. We vote on the legislation having to do with uh, gun safety. You name it, we do it in the state legislature. That's the reason why it is so important for people to get out and vote in every election and don't forget to vote for your local folks and for the members of your state legislature because it's those people whose legislation affects your lives the most. Yeah. A lot of folks say, well, I don't know. I don't vote except for the presidential election. Well, guess what? The folks who control your life the most are right there at home with you. They're on the mm. city council, they're on the school boards, they're the police department, sheriff's department. And a lot of uh, localities do have elected sheriffs. A lot of, and, and, and in fact, my locality does. You elect the Commonwealth attorney, you elected treasurers, you elected, uh, 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 you can get your circuit court judge, your circuit court clerks, your general court clerks. All of those positions are elected positions that affect your lives. And so people need to understand that they must turn out and vote in every election, and especially in those elections that that most impact their lives. I was uh, listen. Uh, you're you're preaching to the converted, at least with me. But I'm I, some people needed to hear that today. We're talking with L. Louise Lucas. She is a state senator, actually Senate Senate Pro Tem in Virginia, Virginia Commonwealth. You know, you are giving Glenn Youngkin his whole entire life, challenging everything from him sending the National Guard to Texas. While he's polling, you said polling oh, yeah. at zero. You, you, know, you know what? And, and he said he says he's all about Virginia. But guess what? He's been running for president ever since he got elected to, to, to governor here in the Commonwealth. Uh, his first day, on his first day, I believe he had visions of becoming president on the first day he was elected to be governor here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. But he's done anything else but that except to try to roll back the progress that we've managed to make here in the Commonwealth of Virginia, starting with reproductive rights, you know it. He's been trying to whitewash our history. He doesn't even want to mention Barack Obama in the history books. Oh, for God's sake, he doesn't even want to mention Martin Luther King. But this has been one of the most regressive governors that I have served under since I have been in the state legislature. And he's supposed to be one of those, um, you know, what, what they call them, moderates? Like, Oh, yeah, he's a moderate. He's a Christian man. But guess what? Everything he does belies that title because I tell you, if he was such a Christian, why would he be so hell-bent on not wanting people to have their rights restored once they serve their time? How Christian is that? As somebody that as, as somebody that lived through civil rights, you know, and saw, you know, voting rights and all these things actually come to be. I'm always, I just, I had the um, honor to sit with Mother Viola Fletcher a few weeks ago. Uh, she's 109. And I, uh, yes, and la la this week they just denied Tulsa, the Tulsa massacre uh, case to go forward, a judge, a horrible elected right, judge. I saw that. Oh my and, God. and so I can't imagine somebody that lived through 
all of these rights happening and then to see them go away and then to see these imposters, these traitors to democracy like a Glenn Youngkin, like Trump, like DeSantis rise, you know, to, to governor and senator and, you know, even president. What, what can you tell us? You know and what? where it are we? So, it is so sad that these people didn't just rise. They just uncovered themselves. They've been there all along. Trump gave them permission to come out. That's what that's all about. Trump gave them permission to be able to voice, demonstrate their hatred for anybody who doesn't look like them. Oh, it's been there all along. I grew up through the civil rights movement and I know those 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 whistles, those whistles when I hear them. Mm. Dog whistles. Some of them do some of them use a megaphone. Tell us about that. Uh is it Portsmouth? Is that how you say that? Portsmouth Public Schools? You went to? Yes. Yeah, I went to Portsmouth Public Schools, and I also graduated from Norfolk State University uh, here in uh, the Hampton Roads area with my undergraduate degree and my graduate degree. Norfolk State University in the city of Norfolk, Virginia. HBCU. And when you were at Portsmouth- Absolutely. Wouldn't have had it any other way. Come on. Uh, while in high school, while in school, they shut down uh, your school during this they massive resistance. In Virginia. Absolutely. Talk about they that. They shut down schools in Virginia, different locations in Virginia during massive resistance. As a matter of fact, Barbara Johns, who led the, the walkout uh, when she was in high school, I am now in a position as a chair, co-chair of the statutory uh, commission to be able to replace Robert E. Lee in the statutory hall in D.C. with Barbara Johns. So instead of Robert E. Lee, when you go to the statutory hall now, what you will see is the Virginia representative in that statue in that hall will be Barbara Johns, a young African American woman who walked out because her because she was it was in one of those uh, segregated schools, as you were, and and a deplorable condition. Absolutely, absolutely. What 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 inspiration or is there is there a silver lining, Senator Lucas? Is there something that we can lean on? Is there something that we can do? Yes. For those of us who live through the civil rights movement, we have got to help the younger generation who does not understand the tri the trials and, and, and tribulations of having to walk that walk. We've got to make sure that they're as strong as the people whose shoulders we stand on to get us to where we are now. And, and, and fight back with every ounce of energy they have to make sure that our rights are not turned back. And I'll tell you again, I say, I, I never thought I'd have to revisit anything like this again in my life. But guess what? I'm up to the fight. And guess what? And I am very well versed in how to deal with it and anxious and excited about doing it. And, and just for the record, you handle your own social media. I know you do. because yes. I, I, I Yes, I do. <laughs> I, yes, I do. And I, ha I do get some help. But my staff always run it by me. They said, well, what do you think about this? And but everything that you see on social media with my name on it is 100% my voice. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, L. Louise Lucas, um, you filed a lawsuit against the city of Portsmouth uh, back in, what was it, 2008? You had two companies. I think that might have been about right, yes. Okay, you had two companies uh, that control, you, you were applying for an empowerment zone because we talk a lot about empowerment on this show, but what we don't know is that the levers of politics can deny us the rights that other people get just so easily. Exactly. Let me talk about that for a moment. It was empowerment 2020 bonds that were available. 
And even my opponent used that information in a false way to say that I was trying to get $13.5 million in empowerment zone bonds for what he called illegal business and illegal business of my own. Truth be known, that money had come from 300 African-American investors who only wanted to build a conference center in the city of Portsmouth. And fact is, the fact of the matter is, where the casino sits now is the land that I owned that we were supposed to build a conference center on. And the only reason that I didn't build it there was because after we got the bill passed and I thought the conference, the, the casino was going to be built on the waterfront, I sold the property back to the city. Lo and behold, that's where the casino is now standing. And that's where we were supposed to have built this conference center that was going to be jointly owned by a group of African-Americans here in the city of Portsmouth. So they got that all wrong <laughs> in the commercials. But you know what? Fortunately for me, it backfired on my opponent. And it worked out really well for me because yes. I beat <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, receipts and the truth uh, will set us all free. Absolutely. Uh, it was a project that was going to be built by a team of African-American citizens here in the city of Portsmouth. I just wanted to celebrate your 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 business uh, acumen and prowess because I think you know in the midst of everything, not just running for office but running businesses, having your empowering your children to, to take the baton and run with the, your daughters as well. I just think exactly. it should be it should be lifted up. Before we go, we have a couple of minutes left. I want I always bring up uh, folk that are in office, and I want you to tell us those of you who are in Virginia in the 18th district, how do people hold their their elected officials accountable? What's the best route is it emailing is it calling is it adding them on twitter what what moves the needle for you guys well i can tell you the constituents that i represent they contact me in a myriad of ways they do call they do text they do email and they actually come to this office and knock on the door <laughs> and i am one who has an open door policy and so any constituent who wants to make contact with me has been able to do that because i never turn away anyone now, for the raggedy people, because you're not, the raggedy people, how do we get them, the Glenn Youngkins of the world, how do we get them to move? Well, they feel like they are, uh, I personally feel like they think that they are insulated from all of that. and They don't have to do it, but it will be sure, it will show up in this next election because I tell you, with Glenn Youngkins running for president, I am personally going to try to make sure that everybody understands that he is not about being president he, I mean, look, this is his first time in public office. He doesn't even know how to do how be how to be governor yet. So let alone being president. So I will make sure that people know what they're getting in Glenn Youngkins. Well, y'all follow Senator Lewis Lu, Louise Lucas at S E N Louise Lucas on the Twitters. Senator L. Louise Lucas, you are uh, a national treasure. I love what you're doing. I love who you are, and I thank you for being here today. Oh, it's been a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me on, Karen. I appreciate it. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.